All right, this week on the podcast, I want to take you behind the scenes. We've been talking about how you can make your B2B podcast better. We've been talking about how you should set up your B2B podcast. It's all well and good that I can talk the talk on this podcast about the benefits of creating a great B2B podcast and how to do it. But it's pointless if I can't share what results I'm actually getting for my business by creating this podcast. We are a full month into this podcast now. We've produced six episodes so far. This is going to be episode number seven. And I want to be clear that, yes, B2B podcasting is more of a long game. So to be totally transparent, I can attribute exactly zero dollars of new revenue to creating this podcast. And we are still less than, I don't know, 50 downloads an episode on average. But I do want to share three pieces of tangible results that I have seen already in this podcast that while they're not revenue, I fully wholeheartedly believe that down the road in the long run, they will directly impact revenue positively. And then after we get through those three, I want to share one little thing, one cool effect that I have just seen personally, how this podcast has helped me as the founder of this podcast production company. And so that's today on Better B2B Podcast. Let's talk about how we're doing. As we walk through these three business results that I've already seen, I want to start sort of chronologically, like what I saw first, the first impact that we had from this podcast. And so the first thing that we were able to do from this podcast is leverage this content, these episodes, as a touch point in our sales cycle with prospects. So anytime I'm talking with a prospect about a topic that we've covered in the podcast, I share that specific episode with them. Literally within the first week of starting this podcast, I was in a conversation with a potential client just around what they were thinking B2B podcasting. They were interested in getting into it, but weren't very clear on maybe what direction they wanted to go. Conveniently, episode number two of Better B2B Podcast is talking about goals, setting clear goals, what that'll do for your business, what that'll do for your B2B podcast as you launch it with those goals in mind. And so literally within a week of publishing that episode, I was able to send an email to this client, say, hey, I know we were just talking about this thing the other day. Here's an episode of the podcast that we just released about podcast goals and and what that means for you and your business. And this has happened a couple other times just in the last month. I expect it to happen a lot more as we produce more episodes. There's going to be more content that I can share with prospects. Best case scenario when I share one of these episodes or the podcast in general with a prospect is they listen, they fall in love, and we decide to work together. That's ideal. That's best case scenario. Worst case scenario in my mind is that they don't listen to the podcast, but 
we still have that touch point in the cycle that can lead to another response and take us just a step further in the process. And nothing says I'm an expert like listen to my podcast. And if they do listen and they don't like what they hear and they don't like InPhase Media's perspective, that's okay. That's actually probably a good thing that we figure that out, that we're not aligned in how we want to go about B2B marketing, B2B podcasting. I'd rather learn that we're not a good fit from an episode of the podcast than a really hard conversation a few weeks or a few months down the road. So that's the first thing that we've been able to do just within a month of starting the podcast. And again, as we have more content, as we cover more topics, I think that's going to be even more useful and valuable. And I do think that that impact that it's going to have in the sales process is going to be really significant. So then the second thing that, again, within the first week of starting this podcast that happened was this show has started conversations with current clients. I think this was able to happen so quickly because the first people who listened to the podcast are current clients. Why? Because I sent it to them, especially when there's relevant information. I will shoot the folks that we work with an email or bring it up in a meeting to say, hey, we've been talking about this thing or we've been trying to solve this problem. Here's an episode of the podcast. It's 20 minutes just doing a deep dive on this one topic. And so again, that really started within the first week. We were having conversations with clients that looked like, I was listening to your podcast and I heard this. Let's talk more about that. So again, that's something, has that impacted revenue directly so far? No, but if I'm able to provide more value to clients just by offering them free podcast content, number one, I'm doing my job better, which is important to me. Number two, higher client success leads to lower client churn rates. As we provide more value to clients, we can be more and more confident that we're keeping our relationship healthy and we're providing more results and better success for our clients. So, so far, again, right off the bat, within the first week, we were able to use this podcast as a touch point in our sales cycle. We've also been able to use this podcast to start conversations with clients. And then the third that I think I've seen more so recently is that creating this podcast has provided high quality social media content, especially the content that I'm posting on LinkedIn for and from this podcast is better and getting better results than some other content that we or more specifically I am posting on social media, LinkedIn specifically again here. And I think the reason why is because posts that come from this podcast aren't just, hey, it's 5 p.m. and I haven't posted on LinkedIn yet today. Let me jot some notes down really quick and get something out there and see how it does. This content that comes from the podcast goes through an insane amount of editing and revising so that I know it's going to be good. Here's how we get to a LinkedIn post from this podcast. So first, we have the whole series outline. So we have the first 26 episodes planned. So before I even sit down to outline an episode, 
I know what the topic of the episode is going to be. And every episode topic is based on conversations with clients. It's based on real problems, real questions that actual marketing teams at B2B companies are asking or problems that they're facing. So I know that the content is going to be valuable already from the get-go. I also know that it's all going to connect and be cohesive with InPhase Media's messaging and unique perspectives. From there, once the series is outlined, when I'm ready to outline an episode, I uh, write the big focus for the episode, my main talking points, how it all connects, how the transitions work, that kind of stuff. So I've moved from, here's what I'm going to be talking about in the first 26 episodes to uh, here's what I'm talking about in this episode. Then I'll sit down to record and there's usually two minutes of recording for every one minute of finished audio because I tend to put a lot of thought and polish into literally every single sentence. I can guarantee half of the sentences that I've said so far have been repeated or rephrased or I've tried different intonation, whatever, just trying to get as clear, concise, polished information out there as I can so that before I even edit in editing software, I know that it's going to be good. I know that it's going to be clear and valuable and concise and interesting. Then we actually get to editing the podcast episode. So first the transcript gets edited so we can go through really quickly and clear up any mistakes. All of those extra takes that I mentioned, we can cut those pretty easily and quickly. And then we go through a second stage of editing the audio where we move the edited transcript into an audio workstation where we do even more polish and cleanup and maybe fixing even more things when I'm not clear enough or I said something that was redundant or fluffy, whatever. So we are now into five stages of editing and refining. And then finally, when this content goes onto LinkedIn, we go through a sixth stage which is editing for repurposing. So often I will have marked in the transcript things that might work as good LinkedIn posts, good ideas, good topics. We use that to then edit and tailor specifically to the platform that it's published on. So for some of our short form video, maybe that's YouTube shorts or Instagram reels, whatever. For a lot of the text that ends up on LinkedIn, and so by the time something is posted on LinkedIn, it has gone through six stages of editing. And so these posts are performing better because we started with information I know is going to be valuable to our audience or on LinkedIn, my audience. And then we narrow all the way down to a post that has been well thought out, well crafted and optimized for LinkedIn. So Good content equals more engagement, more impressions. That's obviously not revenue, but relationships built and nurtured on social media will drive new leads in the long run. So having better content on social media ultimately in the long run leads to more trust, more demand, which does drive new leads, which drives new revenue. I told you that I had one sort of personal point that I have taken away from just this first month of creating this podcast. What I have found 
from making this podcast is that it has helped me as a founder refine my messaging and my communication of sort of all of this stuff that is in my head about B2B podcasts and communicating that clearly to an audience. And so this already, I honestly think, is hugely impactful in meetings with clients and leads and my team. I've noticed that I'm able to communicate more effectively and clearly on the spot in meetings because I've been practicing that skill in the safety of an edited podcast. When I'm recording, I can say something once and then realize it's maybe not the best way to say it and then try rephrasing it a couple of times before ultimately landing on a really clear and concise way of sharing a piece of information. So that means that in meetings, I can say, yes, there are three most important elements of strategy. Yes, here are six of the most common results that you might see from a B2B podcast. Yes, here are the different kinds of metrics that you should track for your podcast. So that's, again, to just be transparent on the personal side. Again, that's not a revenue thing. Honestly, I feel like I could lump this in with business results because if I, as the founder, am able to communicate more clearly and more effectively, then certainly down the road, that's going to lead to better results in sales calls and it's going to help me provide more results for my clients, better success for my clients. It's going to mean that as I work with new members of the team, I can help them better and I can communicate to them more effectively. So I'm excited both from these business results and just what this podcast is doing for me to see what happens in the next few months. I think the plan as of now is to do another one of these types of episodes at the end of each quarter. I want to be really transparent and open about my actual experience creating a podcast for my company at InPhase Media. I, again, it's all well and good if I can talk the talk and tell you what you should do. But if it's not actually driving results for my business, and if I can't actually share that with you, I feel like that's disingenuous. That's just not good business practice. I don't want to be deceitful. I don't want to make promises that I can't even keep for myself. And so uh, that's the goal. I'm going to be as transparent and open and candid as I can. So a month in, zero dollars of revenue, less than 50 downloads per episode. But we have already seen some of those more soft results. And so I'm so excited to see what comes in the following few months. And I will report back to you at the end of quarter three. But that is about it for this episode. So if there's anything I can help with, if you have any questions, you can connect with me on LinkedIn or shoot me an email at jared at inphasemedia.co. And I look forward to talking with you next week on Better B2B Podcasts. Bye.